You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America. And American <laughs> pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. Hi, babes. <laughs> what, what's going on? I You're don't just know. tickled. We haven't done this in a while, so there was something really just made me laugh watching you do the intro. Mm. I, got, I got a little, a little giggly. How was Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving was a damn joy. I went to our friend Teddy and Jeremy's place mm. and I ate a gorgeous American cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Weirdly <laughs> feel like it's like my first one since I've lived in America that I had cooked by Americans. Oh, okay. I, I think. Like, I also like the way you say American cooked as if it's a different, well, was it broiled? Well, exactly. Broiled and... In Budweiser. Basted. I don't know. No, it was really good. I The food was amazing. The company was gorgeous. I drank too much. And after everyone left, I stayed and we watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and the Drag Race UK final, which I had to re-watch the next day because I was too drunk. You told me that you were talking so much, you only had one plate of dinner and then you le- you basically left hungry. Yeah, I did. I did the one thing that you shouldn't do on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I basically... I don't know who I thought I was. I was really like, I, I just remember at one point I was like really leaned back in a chair with a glass of wine, like, and the, using that to gesture while I was talking to someone while my like one tiny plate of food was like not even fully finished. And I was, I don't know. I just thought I was the life and soul and I really should have just eaten some more food. I had to come back when I got back here really drunk at like nine o'clock. I had, I made myself toast. <laughs> oh, lovely. What a grim little, little snackette on mm. Thanksgiving evening. Well, uh, I ate so much my week away for Thanksgiving that I weighed myself this week and I've put on five pounds. Oh. Five pounds. <laughs> Wowzers. That's pretty good, isn't it? And how was your Thanksgiving? It was lovely. I ate many, I, everything. Oysters, smoked salmon. <laughs> that was just the fish, the fishy starter. Right, all of the food from the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was just, that was displayed on an ice sculpture, mm-hmm. which I was obsessed with as it slowly melted through the night. And then I just had all the meats as well. Yeah. So I just ate and drank a lot. I've taught um, Michael and Matt's, uh, that's podcast nemesis, Michael's um, children, how to cheers. Ah. Yeah. That's good. good. Yeah. Really good thing to impart on them as well. I like that. Absolutely. So I was <laughs> cheersing one of them with a, a dirty, a really dirty martini at one point. Oh, lovely. So I've come back this week and I have, I got a, a facial today. And um, <laughs> tell me about it. The, the, the facialist, she was like examining my skin. She was like, uh, have you been, have you been eating um, just quite a lot of, you know, quite a lot of like gluttonous foods? I was like, oh. Uh huh. Wow. So your, your skin's quite dulled. Wow. And um, all those meats. Yeah. All the, those <laughs> dulled oysters, by the meats. <laughs> those oysters have left me. Yeah. Not pallid. A, yeah. Not in a good facial way. Wow. So How was the go. facial though? What was it like? Oh, it was lovely. Mm. A lot of kind of face massage. She gives a head mm. massage. She gives a neck massage. She's oh. wonderful. She asked if I wanted an extra sort of citrus peel. Uh, I was oh. like, I need it. Well, yeah, that dull, that dull gluttonous complexion. Exactly. Oh, I haven't had a facial since pre-pandemic. Oh, I know you've been to. I know you did that weird bootleg thing in like a van, didn't you? Well, I did. <laughs> what? I thought you went and had like a massage in like a van in like a parking lot somewhere. Uh, no, you're talking about when I had my body scan. Oh yes, that was the body scan van. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've on, I've only since since COVID, I've only had two body scans. <laughs> I knew it was something like that. I, was, I, I, I mean, I know you're not the type to go get like a, a facial. In the back of <laughs> Sorry, I just realised what I'm saying. Oh, let's not hang let's on. not be let's not be smutty getting um, facials in a van. We will get into the episode later, but in every episode we do take oh. a British pop culture topic, work out the US equivalent, <laughs> and an American pop culture topic, and work out the US equivalent. I'm just giving everyone like a tease. Yeah, really getting us back on the rails. Oh, oh my god! Oh, we did our Spotify unwrapped. Oh, we, did. we got that today because it's December. So let me just look at it because you sent it to me. We've done 31 episodes this year. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty pleased with that. Um, we are listened to in 24 countries. Mm. This is just on Spotify. Yeah. And our streams are up 148%. I don't fully know what that means. But... St- I, I, I couldn't tell you what the metrics mean. I've been looking at them from the start. And yeah. I, I don't know. 
24 countries, though. Yeah, really pleased with that. Yeah, who knows what those countries are. <laughs> do you think they count... Oh, wait a minute. Do you think they count, like, Scotland, Northern Ireland, <laughs> Wales? Yeah, but that's still... <laughs> you know, USA, Canada, and them. That's still not that... You know, that's that's not adding up to, like, all 20-something of them. Yeah, that's, like, six. I'd love to know where the furthest way point is from us that someone's listening. That made no sense, but you know what I mean. I'm excited about the countries where one person listens. Mm. I actually do have access to those metrics, so... Maybe I'll have a little look in the break and I'll tell you. <laughs> That's you just like looking through hacking, hacking into the mainframe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just sliding past me like Minority Report. Yeah. Love using Minority Report as a reference point for technology. That movie from like 2004. I talk about it all I the time. Love, we have, we've never watched Minority Report together, have we? No, I'd be up for that. Let's do it. Now we've got our screening set for Minority Report. <laughs> Should we do some feedback? Let's do it. Okay, well, first of all, I just have to tell you, the other day I went on a hike and I, for the first time in a long time, listened to the song feedback from start to finish. Despite us having it in every episode and me having to hear it every time I edit the episode, fantastic song still. It's a great song. Yeah. Some really strange lyrics. Yeah. Heavier than the first day period. Hey. Light skin, dark skin, my Asian persuasion. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) i'm not saying any more of them (laughs) we've had some feedback on our instagram do get in touch you're welcome american instagram tone ring said for in reference to x factor his rock week song would be girls aloud's no good advice (laughs) oh i didn't realize i could do a guitar noise that was really good i don't know what part of the song that was i was thinking doom do 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 that's, that's the amazing bit between the between the choruses oh. where it's literally like oh, really well tonering just says that guitar riff very rock well, and you just did go. it i just did it you did it that's not a rock song. Do you remember that? <laughs> I can't remember even remember what it was. I just know that me and CLC still say that to this day. It was Louis Walsh just going, Simon, Simon, it's not a rock song. It's not a rock song. Simon. <laughs> uh, want some more feedback from this? I'll tell you what, Alistair Marshall has got in touch. And he said, this is in relation to, oh, because we were talking about Spice Girls, headlines, open brackets, friendship never ends, close brackets. Um, he said, can we talk about Posh randomly being in lacy underwear in the video? We can, yeah. we can talk about it. She looked great. <laughs> Good decisions were made by her and she looked the best. Yeah, because she, she's just wearing like a high-waisted pencil skirt yeah. and then a bra yeah. and then gloves. <laughs> Oh, no wrong. See you love me and I see I love you too. <laughs> okay, we can't do we it can't, We can't go back down the headlines path. So Cliff got in touch with us. Our Cliff from, uh, from uh, oh, Glasgow? Is he from Glasgow? Oh, he is. Yeah. Hi, Cliff. Yes. Um, our cliffhanger. He got in touch and he said that he went to see uh, Steps uh, in live on the, the great kind of COVID dropping like flies tour of 2021. Yeah. And him and his friends met Sam Bailey from X Factor Yikes, yikes, yikes. We actually didn't even cover her season because we just didn't get that far into the future. Yeah. But I will say, Sam Bailey inexplicably did a cover of Skyscraper by Demi Lovato as her winner single. Mm. You can take everything I am. Do you want to, can I tell you a little story about that? In, <laughs> I feel like CLC is getting even more airtime than normal today, but <laughs> we had like a running in joke between us that every time one of us was walking over, you know, that footbridge between Embankment and Waterloo train station. There's that like that, that footbridge that takes you over to Embankment. Basically, every time one of us was walking over there, we'd send a picture of us listening to Skyscraper and a screenshot from like iTunes of us listening to Skyscraper. That's really good. It's a real Skyscraper bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great song. Great song. Mm. So we had an incredibly in-depth report from on Instagram Prosecco Pundit, but actually we need to really give them their dues and uh, say their actual names. It's Blaine and Paul. So there are Canadian slash British listeners. They live in Canada. Um, so Blaine is a Western Canadian and Paul is from the Royal County of Berkshire. <laughs> wow. I'd love to know where in Berkshire, Paul. Do let us know that. Reading? The Oracle Shopping Centre. I'm Oracle just going to keep throwing things out. <laughs> I once went to Reading Pride, but that's a story for another day. Oh, oh, oh. So they got in touch actually about the fishy Bloody Mary on the Taco Bell X Factor episode. At what point did we talk about that? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> so they actually got in touch to say in Canada, we prefer to call it a Caesar. Yes. It is, it is compromised of Clamato juice, which 
I'm sorry, is clam and tomato mixed together. One of those fucking vile things. Compromised of clamato juice, vodka, Worcestershire sauce, and Tabasco with a salted pepper rim, topped off with celery and lime, classically. And as you would expect, no one can pronounce Worcestershire, and it's always a drawn-out attempt to pronounce all of the syllables. The cocktail's a big hit in Canada, and it's a great drink for hair of the dog, the golf course, or happy hour. <laughs> all right, I didn't realize you were on the Caesar promotions board here, ladies. That sounds delicious. We've got more. Oh, Clamado juice, which again, I have a real problem with, is also an excellent topper to any beer. And a few years ago, it was a big fad of people ordering sides of Clamado with their beer. What? They even sent some recommendations of where you can get a good one. When you're in London, swing by the Maple Leaf in Covent Garden. Pick yourself one up. So I mean, next the, time I'm back in Covent Garden, that's what I'm going to do. The, the, the idea of going to a bar in Covent Garden sounds horrific. But do you know what? I feel like there is going to be a situation where I'm going to be in Covent Garden, but I've got nothing to do. And I'm like, <laughs> Wait You're just going to see the maple leaf. And yeah. then they actually said, if we ever do go to Calgary, they're going to take us out to Hollywood North. Not sure if that's a place in Calgary, or if that's, you know, North Hollywood, Calgary. I, who knows? But when we do our Canadian tour. Oh, my God. Well, that one Calgary date and our yeah. friends from Calgary can <laughs> just be there. Those two in the audience from Calgary and us. We'll just do it at that venue in Hollywood North. Done. We'll just go and have Clamado juices and... and do our podcast in front of two people. Well, that will be our official drink of the podcast <laughs> oh, by that point. Please don't make me drink Clamado. By the way, I just went on our Instagram. People have been um, tagging us in their Spotify unwrapped listening to podcast thing. Thank you so much for listening yes. to us. Please, I, I will repost unwrapped. these. Unwrapped. What did I say? You said unwrapped. Yeah. Isn't it wrapped? Wrapped. Unwrapped. Gift wrapped. I don't know. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's really nice. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> that sounded really insincere. I really meant that. Oh my God. I hate when I can't sound sincere like a psychopath. I really am happy with that. Thank you. No, nope, oh, it's just not coming out. Scary. <laughs> uh, me against the podcast got in touch. And, oh, lovely. Uh, a little bit of info about Taco Bell. Can I just say, really great start to the message. <laughs> Can I just say, there is there are two Taco Bells in Manchester. They're about five minutes from each other. Why? And there isn't one at the Trafford Centre. And then this is the great in brackets. I hate the Trafford Centre, but I live near it. <laughs> Imagine, uh, oh my God, do you think like the house is near the Trafford Centre? Yeah. Like that's part of the, the appeal? Yeah. I just, you know, five minutes away from the Trafford Centre. <laughs> I just, I'm in love with the way that started. Can I just say? <laughs> that's, that's like when I say to you, look, that's a yeah. similar tone. And um, Victoria in LA has got in touch. She said, she said, that she's far behind in the podcast. That's fine. We, we love people delving into the archives. <laughs> Listen to the Charlotte Church Denny's one yesterday. Oh my and God. had another excellent submission for car keys jingling. <gasps> and she said, Showstopper by Danity Kane. <gasps> I don't remember the car keys no. jangling in that. You're going to have to put in a clip in here. Yeah. Put in the keys, make that engine Okay. And then what if, if I successfully find the clip, I'm going to add that into the, the jangle your keys mashup that i made before yes okay well i'm glad that well done future you for doing that fraser audio wise you <laughs> will be and have been busy <laughs> so you and i did also receive a a, a text from our friend jamie uh, re x factor with some fantastic feedback uh, so jamie says love the x factor episode um could it be a special? He wants us to go into further detail, basically. He said, you forgot to mention two shoes and diva fever. <laughs> He's not wrong. We really did forget to mention two shoes and diva fever. I can't believe I spent so much time on girl band and hope and didn't talk about two shoes and diva fever. Two, two, shoes, two shoes were a, a duo, weren't they? Yes, from Essex. What I love is that that doesn't make sense for two people, <laughs> two shoes. So they both had one shoe each? <laughs> yeah, I think they shared a pair of shoes. Okay, got it. <laughs> I just remember they only they were only there for one week, and I think they drove in in like a pink jeep. <laughs> That's a shame because if they'd been there for longer, they could have like had two giant yeah. shoes on the stage. I'm, I feel like I'm making this up, but I feel like they came out and did like they were like these two real brassy gals from Essex, and I feel like they came out and did like she's got it, yeah, baby, <laughs> she's got it. I think I'm wrong about that. There's a couple of there's a couple of criticisms in here. He said I spent too much time on seasons one to three, but he said there's so much in info to dive into. I went to Diana Vickers' second album release party, hosted by an eyelash brand she had a collaboration with. <laughs> Boy in Paris is a classic. Love the idea of Jamie just trotting along to an eyelash-themed Diana Vickers' second album launch party. Finally, also my friend had to block Kitty Brucknell from getting into a London Fashion, sh- fashion Week show once. 
Oh, Kitty poor Bracknell. Kurt, poor Kitty Bracknell. 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 Because her thing is on Gaga week, she really wanted to sing a Gaga song. Yeah. But someone else had it. She, she was upset. So Gaga hugged her. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, she... she in her, after her song for survival, Lady Gaga like bum rushed her on the stage and like hugged her from the side. It's a really strange piece of footage. Also, I mean, we wouldn't mention this, but remember when Calvin Harris gate crashed the stage <laughs> holding a pineapple yeah, above his head when Jedward were performing. <sighs> Hope you're all still with us, listeners. A storied history. Oh, did you burp? No, I I, I would tell you if I burped. I think it's my bin. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my bin. I, it's my I am bin. sitting right by my stinky bin. And then finally, um, we've just had a little bit of chit chat, a little bit of chit chat, skit scat skadoodle over on uh, Discord. Still don't quite understand how to direct people towards it. I just know we have one. Well, first of all, there was a lot of defense of, of uh, the fat little young comment on there. People were saying, you know, that you look great. Oh, that's nice. And then uh, someone, oh yes, Humble Pie posted uh, that we... As we enter the festive period, we must never forget those who we lost along the way. And it was the Galaxy Truffle Celebration. Oh, my God. Why Why did they get rid of the Galaxy Truffle Celebration? It was so good. That yeah. was my favorite. I know. And that, that prompted a, a real fun discussion about, you know, favorite chocolate brands. And that's going to lead me to just a little bit of business that we have right now. Hold Uh-oh. the line. Okay, so when I was deep in Hangover Hell the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. a giant box arrived at my door. And it oh. turns out my mother, Laura York, had been busy. And she'd sent me... What almost looked like a coffin and it was full of like snacks and treats. But the best part of it is, is that she had, instead of using, you know, packing peanuts that they use to kind of make things like not get damaged. Yeah. She had just used loose celebrations. <gasps> so here's a little bowl of, I had to, I don't know if you could hear the, the sound of things, these hitting the bowl. It was me actually scooping them out of my cupboard because in my cupboard over there, they are just loose in the cupboard. Oh my god! <laughs> so we just go in and have a little pick. So tell me, you know, what? Grab, t- tell us what you're having. I've gone straight for a Maltesers. That's actually good because they're my least favorite. Are you they? could actually You could actually take all of the Maltesers And I'm going to have there. a Mars as well, which is, in, the, in this country, what is a Mars again? It's a something else. Milky Way? It's a Milky Way. Yeah. And I'm going to have a Milky Way OG. You know I do not like Bounty, but you do. I love Bounty. That's great. That's where we're friends. Yeah. Feels a little racist that I like Bounty. Well, after I had my facial and they told me I've been gluttonous, this is not going to help my dulled skin well i've got some other things for you here okay. as well my mum was very excited to send me these they are an, Whoa! Al- an alternative to walker's worcester sauce crisp these are seabrook's worcester sauce crisps i'm i'm incredibly excited about <laughs> that's this. for you I'm gonna, maybe i'll say this between topics yeah and then we have a chocolate orange here that we can crack oh my god and then this just made me laugh because i feel like you're always referencing chocolate coins and my mum sent me some chocolate coins but wait a minute yeah wait a minute <laughs> describe these chocolate coins they're very big, but inside, what do we have here? It is a chocolate five pound note. So there's coins, and the don- the denominations are British. So there's ten pence, two pence, and then a five pound note chocolate coin. Five pound really note chocolate coin. That's Brexit gone mad. Am I right? Oh my God, we're not paying up. Don't want Brussels looking after my money. Oh my God. So. Does Laura, does Laura York actually listen to the podcast? Yeah. Oh, she does. So, so some of these things are truly, truly relevant. Yeah. Thanks, oh, mum. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, mum. <laughs> and we are back. Ben is up first with the British topic, which I don't know. What is it? The British topic today is... Well, the UK topic today is... Uh-oh. The non-American topic today is Nadine Elizabeth Louise Coyle. Oh, shit. Oh, she's got two. She has both of the middle names that everyone in the UK has. <laughs> Elizabeth Louise. Elizabeth and Louise. Yeah. If you're Elizabeth, you're Elizabeth Louise. And if you're Louise, you're Louise Elizabeth. <laughs> so we're, we're going to be talking about Nadine Coyle of Girls Aloud. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, she does feature in her intro when she's talking about flour. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I, I just was already start, about to start screaming insatiable. I'll wait till we get to that. So I've made notes and I found some <laughs> clips. It's a real scattergun <laughs> affair in terms of talking about Nadine. We should tell you that she was uh, born on 15th of June 1985 because that is important and that's going to come up. <laughs> She's an Irish singer, actress and model. In... She acted in. <laughs> Couldn't find anything. Citrinians. <laughs> 
I don't, did she refuse to be in that? I feel like she, I feel like she did. Who knows? I'll only do if I play the headmistress. Anyway, in 2002, Nadine was selected as a member of the girl group Girls Aloud. That's how we know and love her. However, as you and I know, before that, something else happened. A couple of years before, in her native Ireland, mm. she auditioned for another, another show. It was Irish pop stars. Yeah. Trying to get in the band Six? Yes, that's right. Oh, I really plucked that out. It of was my a ass. mixed boy and girl group six, and she made it. She got into the group, but famously, she lied about her age. I'm going to play some some clips here, and you can just choose what you want to put in to the to the edit. But we're going to get the picture. Nadine still seems confused about her date of birth. But did I give the wrong date of birth? What do you? Nadine phones home looking for her mislaid passport. Because Landa, yesterday I was getting an interview done and I give the wrong date of birth. I, I give a date of birth, some I give a wrong date of birth anyway. So I'm just looking for my passport. I don't know. I was sitting and I says fifteenth of the sixth. I thought it was eighty seven, but she says it says eighty five, or fifteenth of the sixth, eighty five, which would have made me younger. Like so, I was just sitting there and I was giving, and then I says then later on, God, I think I give the wrong date of birth. I know, I know. Tell me about it. While the cameras were not rolling, Nadine finally broke down and confessed to Linda that her real date of birth is the 15th of June, 1985, making her 16. She then tells the other five her secret. So that is the le- legend of Nadine and her missing passport where she, so she was meant to be 18 to get into mm. the group, but she was 16. So she lied about her age, but then she got caught. But we do know she's Gemini. I really enjoyed because you didn't turn your laptop around. I listened to that like a radio play. <laughs> and I, I do think that in future generations, that should be performed as like a monologue to get into drama school. Well, one of the girls in Derry Girls, she said that's how she learned the accent. Right. And she memorized it. And she's been on talk shows yeah. where she does it all. <laughs> right up to like, make me a Gemini. <laughs> So that was Nadine's first encounter with the world. Now that is so legendary important that even two years ago or a year ago, someone dressed up as Nadine's missing passport. Like that's that's where we're at. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay lore, isn't oh, it? It's crucial. <laughs> so she got booted out of the of the band. She made the band six. She got booted out, mm-hmm. and the, the final shot is her being like taken away in a people carrier. Of course, like an SUV. And she's like. <laughs> Jumping in that, that Addison Lee or whatever the Irish version of Addison Lee is. But a couple of years Addison later... Addison O'Leary. Don't talk over my great joke. Addison O'Leary. Pause for applause. Addison O'Leary. Damn, that's better. A couple of years later, she returned. I want to tell you, oh, Nadine no. was in the Irish pop stars. She fibbed. And she did the Stop right thing. <laughs> right, Nadine. I never made promises lightly. And there have been some that I've broken. I somewhere in the day still left. We will walk in fields of gold. So that was her addition. In the fields of barley. So there's Nadine auditioning legitimately for UK pop stars, pop stars, the rivals. And she, of course, got in and she was in Girls Aloud. And the rest was history. Goodbye. The rest was a whole lot of history, wasn't it? (laughs) I'm talking about a whole lot of history. So Nadine, when she was in Girls Aloud, we've talked about, well, if you want to really go deep into it, do listen to our spinoff show about Girls Aloud off the record. Mm. But famously, when she was in the group, she was the strongest singer. And all the songs, she would sing them in their entirety first as a sort of like the demo. And then and then the other girls would get given scraps and bits of the song. Bits here and there. Bits here and there. They'd, they'd love to open with a big a big power thing from her. Remember? Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I always remember this, but I remember that interview where, with her and Jesse Metcalf. And they asked him what his favorite Girls Aloud song was. And he said his favorite Girls Aloud song was Biology. Because he's like, I really like Nadine's vocals at the beginning. Why don't you fool me, friend me, say you need me. Love the, the visuals of Jesse Metcalf <laughs> listening to Biology. It's really funny. That's right. Because in uh, around 2007, Jesse Metcalf and Nadine did date. Uh, and Jesse Metcalf got a Nadine tattoo. Because he's got... <laughs> So Jesse Metcalf, the, the hot gardener from Desperate Housewives. <laughs> I got one Alabama return. I just love the idea of him listening to that song. It's so batshit. So 
once how does he understand like, her? Sorry, I'm getting really hung up on the thought of Nadine and Jesse Metcalf talking to each other. <laughs> All right, Jesse, that's great. It's interesting. He's like, what? Once Girls Aloud were, were sort of done, she did have a solo career, didn't she? I like whoa, every little thing that you do. So Nadine released a song called Insatiable. Insatiable. I love Insatiable. I'm just going to nip back to her Wikipedia for this because there's some great stuff going on here. Written by Guy Chambers. I was going to say Guy Pierce and Piers Brosnan. Insatiable was not written by Guy Pearce or Pierce Brosnan. Coyle announced plans to release a solo album during Girls Aloud's hiatus. She enlisted Barbara Sharon, who has worked with Madonna and Christina Aguilera as a publicist. Mm. Early reports indicated three major record labels were interested in Coyle. In April 2010, it was reported she'd signed to Geffen Records. The deal later fell through. In August 2010, Coyle officially signed a deal with grocery store chain Tesco's new record label and she released the album through her own Black Pen Records imprint. It's available exclusively at Tesco? Yeah. Oh my God, do you remember we used to say that all the time? <laughs> all I, of the do time. Do you remember going into Tesco <laughs> and there being like the, the, the cardboard thing with all her CDs yeah. in it? I'm going to go get my groceries. I'll get my cereal. I'll get my album Insatiable. Pick up a wee Insatiable at the same time. Get a little chocolate orange, actually. I quite like that. Mommy, mommy, dad, what's my Gemini? So that happened. And the song didn't do so well. Um, she has released some other solo stuff. One of our favourites is Go To Work. Why don't you go to work? Do your nine to five. Gotta treat me right. Why don't you go to work? Nine to five. Genuinely a good song. Oh my God, I love Go to Work. A great running track. Yeah. And what's the other song from that like EP? Fool for Love. Fool for Love. Oh my God. I'm a fool for love. Like really, that song is like a sledgehammer. So as you can take my pulse right now. Oh my God, wow. I've lost my mind. So as you can tell from a lot of Fraser's vocals, Nadine really has that powerful voice, doesn't she? I think of myself as a Nadine vocally. One of our favorite things about her was when Girls Led did get back together in 2012. Mm-hmm. 2012. At the press conference, they asked all the girls, like the big you know, media press conference, what are you most excited about? <laughs> and she just said... Just the glamour, you know, the getting the hair the done, hair, and the nails, the, the nails, clothes, you know, the glamour. glamour. <laughs> that was also another thing that we used to say all the time. It was just the hair, the <laughs> nails, the glamour. <laughs> so she's had quite the career. Mm. I'm going to play a little game with you. Ooh. Because after this, I've basically just got like bullet points of shit Nadine has okay. been up to. And What's what the game? Done. Is it like Coyle or Doyle? And it's like, name this quote. Is it Craig Doyle or Nadine Coyle? Oh, if only I'd thought that through. <laughs> So I found an intriguing fact. Nadine actually had a cameo in a music video when she was, you know, still at the top of top of her game, which she is now. I'm going to give you three music videos and you have to guess the music video where she cameoed. Okay. okay? The first one is I Want to Have Your Babies by Natasha Bedingfield. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh my god, that song. I want to have your baby serious like crazy. Did Nadine appear in Grace Kelly by Mika? <laughs> that fucking song. Have you seen the TikTok thing of that, of Grace Kelly? No. Oh my god, it is the most insufferable thing. What is it? Oh my god, it's really hard to explain. It's like a stripped back version and it's like, I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. And then it like layers on top of each other. So it's like a harmony, but the everyone that uses it in that video, it's just them singing it over and over again while the caption is telling a really like like a tale of real like oh, destruction and, and like it's so earnest and gross. And it's like that song was already offensive anyway, and now it's being used earnestly. Mika, Yuck. what happened to Mika? Anyway, okay, go on. What's so the third did option? Nadine appear in Natasha Bedingfield's uh, "I Want to Have Your Babies"? Did she appear in Mika's "Grace Kelly"? Or did she appear in the video for Estelle's "American Boy"? Um. Oh, gosh, that's really tough. I have no idea, so I'm going to take a guess. And I'm going to say... I know what I want to say, and I know what I should say. I'm going to just... I'm just... Grace Kelly. 
She, she wasn't was, an American boy, was she? She was in I Want to Have Your Babies. Oh, okay, good. I was really worried that you were doing a trick question and she was an American boy and I was like, we don't need to see her in that video. <laughs> so there's a, there's a scene... I Want to Have Your Babies? Yeah, so there's a scene where Natasha Benningfield's in a club, dancing away, and she's kind of got three, three of her gal pals with her and Nadine's one of them. That song is so weird. So weird. I don't even really... I just remember that bit that goes... Do, 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 do. Well, I, I tried to listen to it again the other day and it makes no sense... Orally, and I mean that A-U-R. Orally. Wow. So anyway, many other things that Nadine has done. She was in uh, I'm a Celeb, famously with um, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Two of them became great pals. I just, I, w- I didn't watch it enough. Well, I watched the scene where they're in a helicopter and they both like <laughs> skydive together. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Nadine skydiving with Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, that could just be a whole TV show, just them doing it over and over again. But... The two of them having a conversation together, those accents and those voices. Yeah, and that's like two people from opposite ends of the galaxy speaking to each other, you know? Yeah. Okay, do you <laughs> want to be Nadine? I'll be Caitlin. Okay. Okay. Are we, are we getting onto the helicopter? Well, yeah. Oh my God, I'm feeling really scared. Are you feeling nervous, Caitlin? Well, you know, it's, it's hard jumping out of a <laughs> helicopter, you know, in heels, you know. So, I like fishing. Nadine, no. <laughs> Oh, you know, I like the hair and the makeup and the glamour. Oh, I hear your sister. Oh, so they do have something in common. Yeah, they do. Wow. There we go. We solved that mystery. <laughs> um, Nadine also appeared in Riverdance. Oh, don't I know it. Matt makes Matt sent me many a video of Nadine performing with Riverdance. It's called it's, like Queen of the Springtime Ball or something, something right? She sang a song called Dangerous Games. Yeah. Oh, that's I think it's what the show's called. And famously, she didn't she didn't dance. She just stood in a podium and like flailed around <laughs> singing her song. We don't need to see her. We don't need to see her at... Do a river dance. That's that doesn't feel right. She also popped up on America's Next Top Model. Is that so? Which just episode? Be, just to be a judge. We judge on America's Next Top Model. You know, hey. So this is Cycle Eighteen, Episode Six. So she's she's like a judge for like a. Who girl, are the other judges? I want to know. It's like a. Someone from uh, Pussycat Dolls is the other girl band judge. What are you talking about? Which one? I can't. Oh, not Carmeet. Mm. <laughs> not- Jessica. Maybe. All I is know is... Is she blonde is, or is she brunette? Mm, I need to double check. <laughs> all, I, all I know is, because I've queued up my clip at a she specific human. point. <laughs> all I know is, uh, when Nadine first appears, they have to give her subtitles. Can Oof. you understand what she's saying? Okay. Go on to the studio. Don't be afraid of the studio. It's no big deal. And they help each other out. I heard something about cholera. Oh. No, why don't you try not to catch cholera? <laughs> she definitely said about catching cholera. Help each other out. Help each other out. Oh, this, I know which cycle this was. This was when they had British, it was British, like UK versus America, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louise. The winner was called Louise. So it's wild just looking at the panel because you've got Kelly Catron, you've got Tyra, you've got a guy who I don't know. Nigel Barker. That must be. And then you've got a brunette pussycat doll. And then you've got Nadine. Show me that laptop because I don't think it is Nigel Barker by this, by this cycle. Oh, that is Nigel Barker. Oh, couldn't tell you that pussy got all the, the resolution on this is really hard to see. <laughs> Jessica. Ah, it was Jessica. Yeah. Was it Carmeet? Mm, I'll raise you right off the pavement. <laughs> Just my Miss Piggy impression for everyone. Other important things in the life and career of Nadine, uh, the way she pronounces flower. Now, where did that come from originally? She was on Sunday Brunch, the TV show where celebrities come on and have a cozy chat with Simon and Tim. And then they cook something with them in the kitchen. And she was using flour. Yeah, and she's, they're asking her, like, he's like, Nadine, what are your uh, what are your favourite things to cook at home? I like cooking and baking and, you know, working with flour. <laughs> and then, perfectly, Great British Bake Off, clearly uh, produced by homosexuals. When she did the celebrity <laughs> episodes, they made, they essentially made her say flour, <laughs> which is perfect. So she's done that. She's also survived carbon monoxide poisoning well quite that's also in our that's also in our intro yeah i couldn't think of the word for table so she goes on a morning tv show and she talks about um her brush with carbon monoxide poisoning and she yeah she just she really struggled with it it was in her home she didn't know but she got very confused because she couldn't remember the word for table my favorite part in that clip at the beginning is you could just hear the presenter go Um, and then also another business venture, Nadine's Irish Mist. Uh, I've never got to go. Well, you know, Podcast Nemesis Michael went. Yeah. Podcast Nemesis Michael famously went. Mm. And while he was there, he called me 
Did I tell you this? Yeah. Oh. He called me and was asking about Nadine just with me secretly on the phone. And he was asking things like, oh, does she ever come? And I think the server said that uh, Nadine sometimes came to karaoke on the stage. Oh, my God. I used to have a Nadine's Irish Miss t-shirt, but it's gone. But she'd sing Fields of Gold while you had the the waves lap over. Where was it again? Like Sunset, Sunset Beach. Beach. Isn't that the TV show? Is that yeah. a real place as well? Wow. Ooh, Sunset Beach. Now, that was a good TV show. I never watched it. Oh, my God. It used to be on Channel 5. Me and my brother were really into Sunset Beach. I think I struggled because I lived beside a reservoir. We always struggled with the Channel 5 signal <laughs> because it was like a big <laughs> reservoir like behind us. Well, so, you yeah. must have been really frustrated with the Channel 5 launch then to see the Spice, Spice Girls, Girls launching it. I know. Five, four, three, two, one, or one, two, three, four, five. Whatever it was. It's like, get fruity, get Colorful, get spicy. One, two, three, four, five. The only other thing to say is we always refer to her as drama voice. Oh, yeah, drama voice, of yeah. course. Walk and fields of gold. Dreams are glitter. <laughs> so that begs the question, who is the US equivalent of Nadine Coyle? Hmm. I've got a couple of thoughts. I'm going to give you my first pitch. Okay. And then I'm going to give you my real pitch. My first pitch was, I was thinking about the whole passport thing. And it's become so legendary, particularly in like gay pop culture world. I thought, what else has become legendary in that way? And I thought, Hilary Duff's dance, you know, right. to um, our beloved song. With love. With love. That really limp ding, dance ding, 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 that's ding, become ding. a TikTok craze. Ding, 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 ding. Did you see she actually did it recently? Yeah. Very fun. In a real fun ripped jean she was doing it in. Because I can I can imagine Nadine doing a joke in the passport now. Right. So I was wondering, is she is she a bit of a Hillary Duff? Hmm. And then I've got another pitch for you. Have you got anyone you want to bring up? I was thinking vocally, she gives me vocally and also, you know, being a member of a group and going solo, she does give me a touch of the Fergie. Oh yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. I would give so much money to have like an you know when like you know, when it's like a crooner does like all the songs of like Frank Sinatra. Imagine if it was just Nadine does Fergie. It was just a whole album of Nadine singing Fergie songs. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> They're both pr- pretty eccentric yeah. in their own way. My pitch was, I mean, we talked about it before, but mine was going to be Nicole Scherzinger. Mm. Because very successful girl group then kind of failed solo career. Right. And both very extra. Mm. Is it, a, is it a Fergie Nicole hybrid? Is it a Fergie Scherzinger? For a Fergie Scherzinger coil? What's Fergie's last name? She's Stacy Ferguson. Stacy Fergie Ferguson. Fergie Ferg, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the US equivalent of Nadine Coyle is. Wait, how would we say it again? Fergie Scherzinger. Fergie Scherzinger. Ferguser. You're. For- Fishinger. Fish finger is fish finger. Fish finger. You're welcome. And we are back. In that little break there. Oh, so good. Those mouth noises. <laughs> Just licking around the teeth because we cracked open that um, Terry's chocolate or- orange, we, didn't we? We did. And I'll tell you what, I'll be popping that back in my fridge when we're done. Talk to the listeners about what did you see in my fridge when you came over tonight? Just a barren wasteland. So in there, there were some Smarties, which you didn't bring out no, to the group bowl. Because I've already eaten too many of them, but there's just a few left. I thought I'd just, just a scattering save left them for there. myself. Um, there's some Smarties. There's some, is there like a, a cosmopolitan mix? No, what is it? There's a margarita and a premixed cosmopolitan. That and... premixed cosmopolitan's really strong. Yeah. Because I had one. I was going to offer you that tonight, but I thought. Not with all this not with sugar. with all this sugar. And your facial. <laughs> Come your, on. Your pallid expression. My dull, my dull, my dulled oyster skin. <laughs> so we have done our UK topic. So now we're up for a US topic. Fraser, what have you got for us, babes? It's a surprise. I don't know what it is. Well, I mean, you're going to be like, of course. So uh, obviously right now on Netflix, there's a, there's a huge show that's going on called Selling Sunset, or as my friend Lydia likes to call it, Selling Sunsets. She does it on purpose. <laughs> she knows it really annoys me. It's like, it's not multiple sunsets. It's selling Sunset, like Sunset Boulevard. And it's also a double thing because it's like a sunset in LA. Um, anyway, but long before that show, created by someone called Adam DeVello. That's right. What? My topic is just going to be the TV show, The Hills. No, you can't do that. I feel the rain on your skin. N- Nadine Coyle's in the video having babies. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that is right. 
I'm, I've gone I've gone crazy, and my topic is going to be The Hills. Now, real quick, if anyone's not seen it... I'm going to take another bit of Terry's for this. <laughs> another bit of Terry's coming out of the, the orange. Uh-huh, I'm listening. If anyone has, doesn't know about this, The Hills is a reality TV show that was filmed in, set and filmed in LA with Lauren Conrad as the star. It was a spinoff of Laguna Beach. Sure thing, it was on MTV. Everyone knows what it is. So instead of going into some boring, boring history of how it was made, I'm going to start with a quiz. I'm going to give you The Hills quiz got 10 questions here. Oh shit, I didn't write number nine. Okay, so let's see how you do at the Hills quiz. Question one, what school do Lauren and Heidi attend in season one? Oh, uh, of the Hills. Oh, um, they attended uh, Fidham. And what does that stand for? <laughs> <laughs> the Fashion Institute of Design and Marketing. <laughs> Oh, so close. Merchandising. merchandising. I almost said merchandising. <laughs> I'm ah. going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the point Thank for you. that one because you did you. say Fidham. <laughs> okay. In season one of The Hills, can you name Heidi's boyfriend? Oh. <laughs> no, but he's Now that... I'm going to give you, I'll give you just some context clues and we'll see if you can just guess it. So in season one, it was, he, he was her boyfriend for the whole of season one. There was that yeah. great shot of um, him, Heidi... Lauren and Jason all standing on the bridge at the, at the grove, grove while it fake snowed. Mm-hmm. They also had the infamous New Year's Eve party night and he that's ge- and he breaks I think they break up that night. He gave a puppy to her for Christmas. Yep. He hangs out with that other guy <laughs> and they go play basketball in that park near where I used to live. Yep. Right outside the grove. Right. I don't know, but his his name's something it's not this, but it's something like Caleb, but it's not Caleb. I'll give you a letter. Mm-hmm. Begins with J. Also it's a pseudonym of a great UK female celebrity. I don't I don't know. Jordan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't get Jordan's name, you're really not going to get this one. Uh-oh. Can you name the super intern that came from New York to Teen Vogue and really showed up Whitney and uh, LC? I, okay, so again, I'm going to give you a few, just a few okay. pepperings of that episode. Okay. So blank, she flies in from New York mm-hmm. and Lisa Love, you know, editor of Teen Vogue. Uh, uh, West Coast West Coast editor of Teen Vogue. You know, she's putting on an event. I can't remember who for, but this person steps in and there's that whole thing where they go to the flower shop and she knows about all the flowers. And then do you remember Lisa Love kicks Elsie out of the party but because wait. Super Intern gets to stay. But but Super Intern wants to put too many flowers on the table. Yes. But wait a minute. Lauren I've, saves have the I day. got confused? There's Lisa Love and there's Amy Astley. Okay, Lisa Love is West Coast Edger and Amy Astley is East Coast Edger. Yes. Okay. I don't remember the intern's name, but she's a brunette and she's gone on to, she's got her own e-commerce company now because I've looked her up. She does. It is super intern, Emily. Oh, good name. (laughs) Strong name. Okay. What TV show does Whitney fall down the stairs during? Good Morning America. And extra bonus point, which Oscar winning, which Oscar dress is she wearing? Which actress? Is it Julia Roberts? No. Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Don't know. Hilary Swank. Oh. High neck blue one, that really ugly one. She looks great <laughs> in it. And she falls on Good Morning America. Live with, I think it's with Isaac Mizrahi is the mm. host. Lovely. Uh, what is the name of Kelly Catrone's company that Lauren and Whitney work for? Oh, uh, People's Revolution, aka People's Rev. Perfect. Can you name Heidi Montag's hometown? Oh, <laughs> Crested Butte, or as I like to call it, Crested Butt. Yep, Colorado. Well done, well done. What is... <laughs> this is... Okay. Which designer does Elsie alphabetize in front of in the New York, or as we know it as, Doing It Well episode? Oh, where they play on. Do it, do it. You're doing it well. Do it a little, little, little. Like I'm da, not going to know. Da, da, Mark da, Jacobs. Da. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm just going to do nine questions because I forgot to write all, all ten of them. And uh, now we're going to start to get real obscure. What is the name that I'm obsessed with Elsie and Whitney saying to each other in their weird closet at Teen Vogue? Oh my God, Doug. <laughs> Doug's such a funny name. Doug. 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 And then she just has that face of like... <laughs> and then finally, I took a 2014 BuzzFeed which cast member of the Hills are you quiz. Who did I get? <laughs> Audrina. Oh. You got Whitney Port. Now I'm going to read you the description. Okay. No matter what drama goes down, you stay focused. You're above it. 
Plus, you have bigger things to deal with. Keep your eyes on the prize. But don't forget to reward yourself with some fun along the way. Oh, don't forget Bury to reward me. yourself. Bury me. Loves a treat along oh, the way. I'll tell you what, that is so me. Isn't I'm, that isn't that me? I'm looking at that Terry's chocolate orange. She rewards herself <laughs> with a bit of fun along the way. A 2014 Hills quiz. What a year. <laughs> yeah, really. I even felt like the... Like when I, I felt like I entered a different era of like the internet as I looked at it on my laptop, felt yeah. like everything looked wrong and like old. It was really, you know, still, still relevant. The questions were great. They were like, who's your favorite designer? And it was like rag and bone, <laughs> like Tommy Hilfiger, uh, Christian Odege. Wow. Is that Chris, Christian Odege? That was, um, Ed Hardy. Ed fucking Hardy. Of course. God damn it. Ed Hardy. As a part of my research, <laughs> do you like how I'm actually just not going to talk about the show? Apart from, apart from these very obscure things, I found another great article buried on the internet. This is from 2016. Okay. And it's called The Hills Filming Locations, Then and Now. Oh, I've, I've read this one before. Oh, you have? Oh, damn. Oh, that's going to ruin it for me. No, but I read, it, I read it maybe in 2016. Okay. So my favorite thing is that she's, this, this journalist, she started at FIDM, the Fashion Institute of Design yeah. and Merchandising. And it just really made me laugh that this is downtown LA. Because now that I live here, the thought of like... Elsie <laughs> and like Heidi having to drive to downtown to go to Fidham is very funny to me. But I feel like it's not anymore. I think it's moved. Oh, this is this is when Lauren and Heidi initially study fashion and PR on arrival in Los Angeles. The school is located in downtown LA. Okay, okay. And then she went to look back at it. It looks exactly the same. So apparently it was still downtown in 2016. But I quite like about how outdated this article is. Um, so this is this is important for anyone that is really interested in Los Angeles geography. Is that Hillside Villas, where Heidi and Elsie live in the first season, is captioned as West Hollywood, California on the show. But in reality, is that building, those buildings called the Villas at Park La Brea. Yeah. No, nowhere near a hill. Nowhere near a hill and not in West Hollywood. That's like mid-city, isn't it? Park La Brea. Mm, West. Mm. <laughs> it, says, it says on this article, it's known as Mid-Wilshire. Okay, fine. There's, I don't remember the episode that took place at a sushi restaurant called Geisha House. Quite worried about that Uh-oh. branding. But I do love that in 2016, it was an escape room. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling it probably still is. <laughs> uh, and then my favorite is, do you remember the really big episode? So season two, was it season three? There was the big confrontation between uh, Heidi. It's the first time that like Elsie had seen Spencer after the the big fight and the big fallout with Heidi. And do you remember it's Brody and Elsie go to a restaurant and then Heidi and Spencer come in at the same time. Do you remember what the restaurant is? Is it stick STK? No. Oh wait, wait, wait. It's something like that. That was a ketchup. Yes. Ketchup. <laughs> I love that you remember that. And it's so, it's so fucking blows my mind to think about this. Cause in my head, I remember that episode and I remember them going to ketchup and it was so fucking like cool. And it was, Real to use, like, your kind of terminology, dead funky. Like, it's all, like, red, and it was called ketchup, and it's, like, dead funky. Even this screenshot from the show, it looks so fucking horrible. It looks like it's in, like, a strip mall in hell. And it's basically in in West Hollywood, just on sunset, and it's really hellish. In 2016, it had become a combination jewelry, Verizon store, and Equinox. I actually took the time out, because ketchup was such an important part of this show to me, to find out what's there now. And it turns out... Even the jewelry store and Verizon couldn't keep up, so it's now just one giant Equinox. Oh, Equinox! Equinox! Just, Equinox! It's slowly eaten the whole thing. Yeah, so that's a sad, it's a sad day for those filming locations. Now, also keeping on the um, on the theme of the hills, as I was doing my research, you know, when you see suggestive videos in the sidebar, mm. I just got really intrigued by this title: "Famous People the Queen Can't Stand." So. <laughs> It's Whoa. just a separate YouTube video and it's just all conjecture and it's just a list. It's like them talking over some people that, that, that the Queen can't stand. Can you guess any of them? Um, Camilla Parker Bowles. Yep, she's on the list. Fergie. And when I say Fergie, I mean... People in the place! <laughs> Sarah Ferguson. Well, funnily enough, Sarah Ferguson's on this list. Ferguson, sorry, is on this list. And actually there's a link to another video. It's People the Queen Loves and it's Fergie Ferg. And it's it, a video it, of the it, Queen yeah. dancing to uh, London Bridge. Well, yeah. Oh, come everybody, come around my London. No, the list is really funny. It's 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 really obvious people. It's like Donald Trump and like Margaret Thatcher and Jackie, Jackie O. But then there's Mick Jagger at the beginning, which is really fun. And I didn't realize it's because Mick Jagger was really good friends with Princess Margaret back in the day. Okay. And like she bought a house in the Caribbean next door to Mick Jagger and they had really raucous parties and it got back to the Queen and she was really unhappy about it. And then apparently in an interview, Mick Jagger called her like the 
not the Grand High Witch, but something called her like an old witch, basically, for like trying to control them. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Queen can't stand Mick Jagger. So I just wanted to tell you about an experience I had where I was in London. And I feel like I've gone to a live stand-up Fraser multimedia show where we're just like, and now I'm going to do this. Yeah, and I'm just, I've actually got some rollerblades and I'm going to do a, a rollerblade a routine for you. Yeah, it's going to be me rollerblading to Unwritten. Unwritten. Mm-hmm. No, so um, one of the best decisions I ever made in my adult life was I went into an HMV one Christmas and there was the entire DVD box set of The Hills available for purchase and i believe it was 80 pounds and at the the time a lot of money yeah at the time i didn't have 80 pounds to be throwing around but i bought it and i tell you what for the whole time until pretty much until i stopped being able to use a dvd player those dvds i was like a pig in shit i would just just pluck and pluck a disc out and just throw it in because i really like season one obviously fun early vintage especially season one and two and three is like the realist of the hills where yeah. like they genuinely were almost filming a documentary kind of and like lauren would get really drunk and you got the amazing all those amazing bits in the episode you get that like i picked up my best friend remember that clip yeah. is that where she's screaming down the phone to spencer after yeah. a night out i had to pick up my best friend um, and then obviously then it, it kind of moves into it's like weird scripted uh, extra scripted seasons which i really like and then i also have a secret love for Kristen Cavallari first coming back into the hills. The season six. The season six. The bitch is back. <laughs> Did I send you that video recently? It was Kristen Cavallari doing the promo for it. Remember? And yeah. it's like her like posing next to this big sign that says Kristen, and it's that song that goes off with your head. And it's just her like trotting around in really high heels, being like, and it just says the bitch is back. And also, um, so basically, you love all the seasons. Well, that's what you're saying. Not including New Beginnings. No, I'm not really going to cover New Beginnings in this because it made me a little sad. Well, I recently revisited during lockdown. Whitney and her husband Timmy did a whole thing where they rewatched all of the city, which mm. was, I think, superior. Yeah. And then they've started rewatching The Hills. So I watched all the city with them both seasons. Wonderful. I started rewatching The Hills with them. It's. I find it really depressing. <laughs> Because it's essentially just loads of really awful guys gaslighting women. Right. And it's quite creepy. And then it just gets really depressing. And I had to stop watching it. Well, I think this is quite a sweeping generalization. There's some still some glorious moments. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But New Beginnings wise, uh, I would agree. I tried to watch that. And that is incredibly depressing, that yeah, show. Yeah, that was, it was too dark. I didn't need, it, it didn't feel like a new beginning to me. Well, felt none like of a, them have done anything interesting. No. <laughs> so it's like, oh, side note, Audrina's reality show. Oh. It's, have you ever watched it? Yeah, it's... It's all on YouTube. Yeah, it's really a real tough piece of media to consume, yeah. especially her mom. Do you remember that really infamous video of her mom drunk outside the restaurant? Oh, yeah. Like, it's when Audrina was on Dancing with the Stars. Adrena. Ooh. And there's that great episode, just think of Adrena, where she is, someone's explaining to her like quantum physics or black holes. And she's <laughs> like, oh, and, and Lauren's away. And she's like, this is all happening while Lauren's away. <laughs> They're talking about black holes or something. Is that the episode when Lauren's away? Because yeah. that's, that's like a very infamous episode. That's where like she goes to a club and like talks to Heidi and they have like a really nice time. And then Lauren comes back and she's like, what happened? And she's like, I saw Heidi. <laughs> It was great. And quantum physics. The most ultimate Audrina moments. There's, there's been many, but like, I still, speaking of gaslighting, I still can't believe it. It got to season six. So it was like, when the, it was oh, season five. It was when the show was like wrapping up. Or maybe it was actually the final season of, of The Hills. And basically her and Justin Bobby are on uh, Santa Monica Pier. And she's like, she's like, oh, you know, it's just these, all these years, it's been so tough. Like you've been like the, just one of the hardest boyfriends I've ever had. And he's like, we've, We've never been boyfriend and girlfriend. And she literally, Adrena, like, you see in her face, she's just like, (laughs) like, there is honestly a moment where she almost, you can see she's almost about to throw him, like, off of the pier and literally murder him. Because it's, like, the ultimate, like, seven years worth of him fucking her over. And he's just like, what are you talking about? We were never in a relationship. Also, I watched that clip earlier of when Lauren says, homeboy wore combat boots to the beach. Mm-hmm. I think she's really drunk in that clip because she actually goes, homeboy wore combat boots to the beach. Homeboy wore combat boots to the beach. <laughs> I never noticed how she sounds like she's not saying it properly. Oh, it was fun when Lauren actually got drunk and had yeah. fun. Yeah, those are the early days. 
What are your most Hills moments you've had uh, Ooh, since you've lived in question. LA? That's a good question. That's a good question. Most Hills moments while living in LA. I have a few. Okay. In, in general, a lot of just driving with really loud dramatic music and the sun is setting and you're on a busy freeway and the sunset is so utterly gorgeous when it's like, inc- it, it, it's Instagram filter colors. And right. Like, what? I live here? A few of those moments. Yeah. One of mine is fairly recently, I was actually in a club and saw someone that I used to see who unceremoniously kind of dumped me. And I literally saw him like, it was at precinct. So you know how that bar is like square and you, so you can see someone standing right on the other side. And it felt like, I felt like there was a camera crew there with him and a camera crew with me (laughs) right on the other side of the bar. And I like grabbed Bordeaux and I was like, oh my God, look, it's... Oh my God. And then like, which I tried to avoid him. And then literally we had a conversation and it really, there's something about the hubbub of precinct. It was like, not that loud. It felt like they'd almost turned the music off for production. And and we had to have a conversation. And I think we stood by something really bright as well. So I really felt like I was in a scene from the hills. Mm. (laughs) Before the year before I moved to LA, I went to a club and in one of the booths on the side was Ryan Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera. Am I saying it right? Ryan Cabrera. 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 It's like Omicron. Omicron. It's really hard to say. Cabrera. Cabrera. Carburetor. Carbonara. Carbonara Omicron. (laughs) Yeah. It reminds me of when we lived in London Mm -hmm. and you and me and podcast nemesis Michael had a Made in Chelsea moment. Do you remember this? We were, oh. it's so specific. You and me, we'd, we'd all been out the night before, but like hadn't seen each other. I would like, I'd stayed, whatever. And you and me were walking down the street in East London and there was like a, there was like a shop that sold mirrors. Do you remember that weird shop that sold mirrors? And there was just oh, loads of mirrors on the street in East right. London. And you and me were like standing, we like walked, we walked up to the mirrors. We stopped at the mirrors and we were like looking at them and we were kind of just like really limply discussing last night. <laughs> and then podcast nemesis Michael jogged down the street, like exactly towards us and like stopped and pulled out his headphones. <laughs> he's like, hi guys. And we're like, hey Michael, hi. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And he's, we're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just out for a run. We're like, oh, we're just, we're just talking about last night. And then we literally stood on the street and had like a seat and it's like at some point i'm so my brain is so fucked from watching so much reality tv that i'm not enjoying real life i'm thinking of it as a scene Mm, that reminds me also there was that night where i was either i was on old compton street and i think i was with podcast nemesis michael and he and i were either yeah he and i were sitting down it was like a summer evening and you were trotting past oh yeah like hey (laughs) and so we ended up just all going in a night out yeah those are the days (laughs) yeah it couldn't, it wouldn't and could not be a The Hills TV show segment talking about music. Mm-hmm. One of those stars of the show, she's dabbled in music, hasn't she? H. Montag. And again, this is one of those things where my brain is so perfectly tuned. I was about to say sick. No, no. My brain is so perfectly yep. tuned yep. that I hear the opening notes to that song. <laughs> First of all, Heidi Montag body language. Second of all, up. No, second of all, if this ain't love by the Saturdays, then maybe tenth of all, even though I don't know any of the other songs in between, whatever the original was. Yes. Some 80s song. Who cares? Gary Newman? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I just always, Gary Newman's become my real catch all for <laughs> 80s music I don't care about. Just fucking Gary Newman. Mm, Heidi Montag body language is superb. Yeah. I just, just any listeners, I feel like maybe I've played it. 5,000 times already on the podcast. I know that I have like a clip of it just from like saved in one of my folders from doing this, but I just implore everyone to take a look at it. And there's, there's kind of no footage. There's no real music video. There's that one really sketchy performance of her doing it on like Miss World. Do you remember that? But like, it's still not even the full performance you see. Like it's like a chopped together version of it. Cause it's broken up because throughout the performance it'd be like, It'd be like Brazil. Then she'd perform language. And then they'd be like Costa Rica. <laughs> Stuff like that going on. Just Brazil and Costa Rica <laughs> yeah. in this world. That's it. <laughs> With South American world. But yeah, just I, I actually when I was kind of thinking about this, I was like, oh, she did have some other songs, and I listened to them and I was like, oof, there's some tough higher. There's higher and uh there's higher and hypnotized were the kind of the the big ones. Yeah. But uh, I will say Body language is far, far like the most superior one. But do you remember my favorite element of uh, body language is when Spencer raps in the middle of it? You know, now chilling in the club tonight. 
camera stuff. Is that, da, da, da. But you know what's crazy is it's not bad. No. Heidi Montag, now that's, that's my, my girl. girl. Do, do, do. And the irony is, is that like most people would be a reality star, you know, release that song in 2000 or whatever. And there'd be no way in hell that their weird boyfriend, white rapper who rapped on it would be the person they were still with. But yet those two fuckers are still together after all this time. I worked with Spencer about 18 months ago. It was, it was fine. He wasn't, he was, he wasn't awful. Yeah. He was perfectly nice, but. Well, it's because he's got the crystals now. He he was wearing the crystals. We talked Mm. about Pratt Daddy crystals quite a lot. Wanted to find out about them. He was, he was like a fine person. I mean, clearly a very odd guy. Yeah. But, you know, fine. <laughs> I want to dedicate a little bit more time than normal to the UK equivalent of The Hills. Okay. Because there's some there's two really big obvious ones. So, obviously, there's The Only Way is Essex. Towie. Towie. And then there's Made in Chelsea, MIC. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, very strongly influenced, structured reality shows. You know, I think, I feel like we need to talk about those shows in their own separate entities at some point yeah. because just because we wanted to sing you better fight for love. love i think that maiden chelsea is closer to the hills than yes Tommy is. i i agree it definitely is is because it's meant to be a, it's a little slicker mm. but i'll tell you what remember that conversation we had just the other night Uh-oh. with our friend matt Uh-oh. about a little tv <gasps> show it's called fade street oh oh fade street that's a little show set in dublin <laughs> It's called Fade Street. Now, Fade Street was a direct attempt to do The Hills. Yeah. It, they, like, they copied it like style for style, essentially. But I'm just telling you, people, if you have... It's on YouTube, isn't it, Fade Street? I'm pretty sure it, it is. is. Oh, it's not? We watched it on YouTube back in the day, I remember. That's how I watched it. I remember you sent it to me in 2000 and whatever. There is a previously on, the, on Fade Street, the first six, so just like six previously on it was shit all over the table all over the counter like your clothes in the washing machine for five days blown its way out of proportion do you think you are like seriously how do you not understand i'm so sorry louise i'm such a slob i'll clean up how do you not understand um oh yeah sorry danielle i'm such an uptight bitch how about that one i mean who knew there'd be that much drama surrounding the oxygen music festival and the actual footage of the music festival is the funniest thing you've ever seen. It's like raining in this field outside of Dublin and it looks so depressing. And don't they go to Marbella at one point? It's like, <laughs> yes. fuck it, we're going to Marbella. <laughs> and then there's also a bit where, oh, the lady who works at Stellar magazine, uh, they, they go to meet her and she says, you're 10 minutes late, ladies. <laughs> love that. I loved Fade Street. I, I, need, I wish I could find a... A weird <laughs> streaming platform that I could watch it all again on oh. with Vogue. So, I mean, did we even talk about The Hills? But that was my topic. And, you know, the UK equivalent or the Irish equivalent, which we're calling the UK, is Feared Street. You're welcome. You're welcome. We are going to round off this episode. Thank you for listening with a quick game of welcome, not welcome. As ever, Fraser is not prepared. I've got two. Who, me? (laughs) Welcome or not welcome. The way it works is we say very British or American things and we say whether we like them or not, i.e. whether they're welcome or not. Welcome or not welcome. The word manky. Oh, dead manky. Mm, Manky. Tell you what, I put that towel in the dryer and it only half dried and it's been there for two days. It's really manky. Manky and musty. Oh, manky is a good word. I like it. Yeah, manky's good. Manky's different to musty, though. Yes. Musty's more d- dusty. Musty and dusty. Musty and dusty. Whereas manky's more skanky. Yeah. <laughs> musty, dusty, manky, skanky. Great names for <laughs> dogs. Yeah, or like a duo like Ant and Deck or Zig and Zag. Done. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome or not welcome. I don't know, Zig and Zag. Okay, I just thought of one as part of that last one. They were really annoying at the time. These are puppets <laughs> in the UK. But I love, I like actually how weird it was. Yeah. There was a weird spell of weird puppets. Obviously, like, Gordon the Gopher was kind of, you know, a kid's thing. But I feel like we have talked about this before. But do you remember Flat Eric? What was that again? <laughs> I can't quite remember which thing was first. But I know Flat Eric was that weird little orange puppet thing that was sitting at a desk and it was and there was that song that went i think it was called mr wazo mr wazo mr wazo 
Was there a Levi's thing dun, connected? Dun, dun, dun. And it was that like really weird song, and it was just him like head banging at a desk. Yeah. And then of dun, course dun, there was. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Mr. Blobby. Well, of course, Mr. Blobby. I think of him as less puppet-like because he was almost like a mascot size, you know. Mm. <laughs> Where are we? What are we? And then do you remember Emu Rod Hull and Emu? Yeah. I hated him. I was really scared of Emu because well, he used a, to attack. Because he used to attack everyone. Yeah. It was a really like aggressive. I'm gonna say not welcome for any of these puppets. Actually, <laughs> what about Flat Eric though? He was no, just a little orange thing no, singing a desk. That was an annoying song. I love a Muppet, don't love a puppet. <laughs> That's my rule. Famously. What about the Dormeo puppets? Oh no, those those were creepy. <laughs> the dad from the Dormeo puppets advert looks wh- like my friend Leah's dad. Or like, or the ones that were on the, the riverboat? Rosie and, <laughs> Rosie Rosie and Jim. Jim. Horrible. No. The Riddlers? No. <laughs> so we're only going to go with Muppets. Okay, we better wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Please get in touch on instagram drop us an email gives oh do give us a oh by the way someone um rated us three stars out of five <gasps> on apple Podcasts. oh my god drag down our average oh, so we've got to get that average back up please <laughs> what did they say I didn't say anything oh, oh revenge so please rate and review us on apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and we love seeing your spotify unwrap things that you put up as well if you've been listening to us we do really appreciate it thank you think it's unwrapped I thought it's wrapped because it's in time for Christmas. But then you want to—it's f- like the year's been wrapped up. But you—but I thought you want to find out what's happening, so you unwrap it. I guess there's no way for us to find out. Do you know what the main thing is? We're talking about it, <laughs> so Branding. their job is done. Not talking about Apple Podcasts, you know, Pod Shop releases okay, or whatever they call we'll that. Okay, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Oh. You're welcome. Okay, I, uh, bye. <laughs> Not in the mood for one of my rambles tonight. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.